Welcome back to another episode of Eagles Nation Sports Podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 2. We got some topics, some great topics today. I'm going to be talking a little bit about the Eagles draft coming up soon. And I'm going to be getting some topics dealing with concussions and CTE, in which you guys asked for. So, let's get right into it. Before we get into this episode, a quick word from our sponsor, Colgate University. With the semester coming to an end, there has been an outbreak of COVID. Due to this, we are going to go back to gate one. That's right, we said it, gate one everybody. Who is excited? Now introducing the fact that you have to go grab your food instead of being able to sit down in the dining halls. You have to stay in your room for most of the time, again, even though it's the best weather we've seen around town. I hope everyone enjoys this time in Gate 1, and everyone stays safe. From your beloved Colgate University. What's up, guys? Um, Glad to be back. You know, um, I know I've been kind of absent for a while. The reason being is I actually had COVID. (laughs) Uh, somehow, some way, um, I got COVID um, two weeks ago, Monday. I uh, just got back to campus last night, so um, I'm able to get in the studio and finally record. Um, I'll just clear some things up. That's where I've been, nothing else. And finally beat the battle, I'm back. I'm back and I'm ready to talk about some Eagles, man. Um, let's just jump right into this. So pretty much... Um, what we got today, um, going to talk a little about the Eagles, some stuff going around, not, not too much because it's off season. Um, then we're going to hop into some talks about concussions and CTE, something that you guys had asked me to talk about. Um, we'll get into some, some questions later that you guys had sent me on Twitter. Um, we'll also get into a, an article that I think fits per- perfectly for concussions, uh, what's going on in the NFL. So yeah, let's get right into it. Um, so, Eagles, man. Uh, the other week, um, we, we, made a, we made a trade. We, we traded back to the 12th spot. Um, we ended up, we did get a, a first-round pick next year, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm upset. I mean, what are we thinking? Why, why, we had a perfect spot at six to pick up Kyle Pitts, or Jamar Chase, two dudes I think would fit perfectly for us. Two generational talents. And we drafted back. For what? For what? I don't know. Um, we're, we're also um, we've also heard things around, around the Eagles about how we were trying to trade up for a quarterback. And that we might take a, a quarterback at 12. And this infuriates me. Completely infuriates me. I don't know why we would want a quarterback. Let Jalen Hurts do his thing, and then we can see if we get a quarterback next year if he sucks that much. But but why are we trying to waste such a good draft pick for a quarterback or drafting back um, when there's so many talented players? Uh, it's just so frustrating. We 
I've heard recently that we're looking back to trade up within the top ten again, get in front of the Cowboys and the Giants. Um, but it's frustrating because I feel like we're going to draft the quarterback, and if we do, I'm going to be, I'm going to be so upset. Me personally, at least, I, I wanted Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith, Jalen Wilde, anyone, anyone but a quarterback. We don't need one. Let Jalen Hurts do his thing. So just so frustrating, but I mean, draft is coming up uh, April thirtieth, I believe it is. So next next weekend, I think next weekend, yeah. Um, no, two weekends from now. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm excited. I'm very excited. We have a lot of draft picks. Um, if we don't make the right draft picks, something's got to change. Something with Howie Roseman's got to change. But we've got so much potential. So much potential to get a good draft. Um, so yeah, let's, let's get over that. Let's get into the stuff you guys have been asking about. Um, you guys had previously asked me recently over on Twitter about, um, what's been going on on the league, uh, recently with the news of, um, former NFL player, Philip Adams. Um, yeah, so this is quite surprising. Um, if you guys don't know what happened, um, Phillips Adam, Philip Adams was around in the league for several years. Um, he was with several different teams. Um, he ended up having several different is- uh, injuries, issues with his ankle. Um, this pretty much resulted in the end of his career. And so recently, uh, he shot and he killed five people. These five people included a doctor and his wife. There are two grandchildren, and then he killed himself. Um, they haven't been able to find a motive, but his brain has been tested for CTA, and they have found signs of it. Um, this is very tragic, sad. Um, it just pretty much gets us into the topic of concussions and CTE, pretty much what you guys have been asking for. Um, so let's just jump right into that. CTE and concussions are, are extremely serious. They are extremely serious, and especially with this with this going on right now, um, many people are questioning: Does this have anything to do with CT? Um, me personally, I think it might. Uh, I'm not sure if they've gotten the results back yet, but um, it, if it does come back, it, it's scary. It is a scary thing, and um, the NFL has already received backlash in the previous years of it because of it. Um, there's been many other cases with where this has happened, a rampage, suicide, something, and the, the player has been seen to have CTE, and so it, it's scary. It's a scary thing, and many people are concerned about this, concerned about does this have anything to do with this. Um, so I was able to jump around a little bit, do some, do some research, look into things. Um, I found this great article about the NFL and its backlash with CTE and concussions. Um, talks about Tom Brady. Yeah, I know, I know. Tom Brady, we all hate him. Um, I mean, we did get the chance to beat him in Super Bowl 52, so we'll always hold that over him, but I know. I know. So bear with me, bear with me. Um, it's called Concussions is Capital, Tom Brady, CTE, and the NFL's Crisis of Identity. Uh, written by Brett Siegel. Uh, this was published 2019. Uh, August 12th, um, uh, not so long ago, I mean, 
It's crazy. It's 2021. It doesn't feel like it. It still feels like 2019. So, so I wouldn't say that long ago. We're not getting that old. Come on. Um, so pretty much Siegel jumps into the whole crisis behind concussions, CTE, um, how the NFL has kind of dealt with this. Um, he goes in, he says, um, with developing research, uncovering a connection between football-included concussions and the neurodegenerate disease, chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Um, the NFL has faced increased scrutiny over player health and safety. Uh, pretty much goes in to talk about how, yeah, a lot of players have received concussions. Um, the NFL has received serious backlash. I mean, not just the NFL. Fo- tackle football in, gen- in general. Um, uh, kids, parents not wanting them to play because of its too s- seriousness, the, the fear of these concussions. Um, and so he, he pretty much goes into the idea that the NFL um, is breeding some sort of culture that, that these aren't too serious or that these fans think that the NFL isn't um, taking into account too hard what is going on um, what is going on with these things? And he brings up a great point in which he says, um, indeed, the precarious nature of sporting labor fuels a culture of silence that discourages athletes from revealing the extent of their injuries for the fear of losing a starting job, a contract, or in many cases, a career. And I think this is a great point. He brings up the idea that these, these players don't tell them about their concussions. So does it really? Is it really their fault? I don't know. I mean, it, it is a good point. The fear of losing a starting job. I mean, if they come out with a concussion and then they figure out they can't play football anymore, a lot of these guys are banking on finishing their career in the NFL and, and making tons of money from it. These concussions can affect them greatly, and it, it's it's scary because they might lose their job. And it's so contradicting because it's these these players are is it my health is it my job, and people these people in the league end up taking taking these things for granted. The NFL takes for granted the safety of these players, and Siegel um, brings up a great point in which a moment for the crisis of the NFL and its media partners, um, in which they must negotiate public-facing appeals to player health and safety. Um, with a deeply entrenched and historically profitable philosophy that packages hard-hitting action as imperative to football's brands. Another great point brought up by Siegel in which this is what people pay to watch. People pay to watch people get their teeth knocked out, get smacked hard. And so it's, it's, it's such a hard spot for the NFL, uh, an organization of the NFL, because either decisions, any decisions they make are kind of, they receive backlash. This backlash of, from either, both sides of the safety that the, the NFL isn't doing enough for concussions, they're not pushing for safety of concussions, um, they're not helping players, they're not making players feel more safe. And then there's a side where the NFL is is doing things for the safety of the league and people are thinking it's ruining the league, ruining football, um, in which the there's a lot of, been a lot of rule changes to stop helmet-to-helmet contact, to reduce concussions, and people people are upset about this. It's like 
can they really satisfy everyone? Um, and in my opinion, no, you can't. You can never satisfy anyone or everyone. My, my fault. You can never satisfy everyone. I think you have to treat the people who are bringing in the money for you as priority. Their safety, their health. Yes, the people are paying for it, but these players are bringing in the revenue. These players are are what brings in revenue for the teams, for the organizations, for the NFL in whole. So I think you have to prioritize their safety. And if you lose a couple of fans because the NFL is quote-unquote soft now, then so be it. I mean, I love the hard-hitting. I love all that. That's the best part about football. But to see such tragic events and people lose their lives and go down in these crap holes because of something with football it's it's sad to see um seagull pretty much takes tom brady as an example um he's had several concussions um his wife talks about it about how he's trying to take care of his body i mean this this guy is a machine he's been in the year the league for almost 21 years um and he's been able to overcome several concussions um He's been able to go through his career without any implications behind these concussions. And I think the NFL can do a better job of showing the fans, showing worried parents, showing worried players, um, the safety behind it, the, the idea that just because you get a concussion doesn't mean it's the end of the world. Um, um, just because you get a concussion doesn't mean the league is doing something wrong. I mean, you can implicate all these rules and still people will get concussions. I mean, you can get con- concussions from just banging your head on the door. It, it, it's really up to the player. And so the NFL has received tons of controversy behind this. Um, tons of controversy from hardcore fans, from doctors, from players themselves. And in all honesty, I think I think the league is going in a positive direction, even though a lot of people are upset about it. Um, I think they can do a lot of things better, but you can't ask them to do it all at once, if, if you know what I mean. I think it'll improve in the decades to come, and I'm hoping it's reducing a lot of these concussions in CTE because it's a, it's a scary thing. Um, so for this podcast, pretty much I sent out a tweet, um, picked out some questions from specific people who tweeted at me. Um, pretty much going to go over these questions, uh, answer them myself, um, pretty much give them the best of my ability. Um, so yeah, let's just hop right into these questions. First question we got here is from at uneducated parent. Um, question was, so what exactly is a concussion? Why should I be worried about? What is CT? Uh, yeah, I mean, you can find this on the internet, but just to save you guys some time, I'll, I'll explain pretty much what it is. Um, pretty much according to CDC.com, a concussion is a type of traumatic brain injury uh, caused by a bump, blow, or jolt to the head or by a hit to the body that causes the head and brain to move rapidly back and forth. 
This sudden movement can cause the brain to bounce around or twist in the skull, creating chemical changes in the brain and sometimes stretching and damaging, damaging brain cells. Um, pretty much some of these symptoms uh, can include headache, confusion, um, nausea, uh, fatigue, lack of coordination, dizziness, vomiting, um, uh, sleepiness, uh, all those kind of things. Um, to, to answer your question of why you should be worried about concussions, well, they're, they're serious. They can, they can affect your everyday life. Not for your whole life, but for that, for that week that you have the concussion. Um, concussions usually um, last for only about a week. Um, pretty much rest and staying out of activity kind of quote-unquote cures the concussion, heals you from the concussion. Um, so, yeah, I would be worried about it because it, because it can affect uh, the way you think, the way you move for a while. Um, and it can cause a lot of distress to someone. Um, CTE. So CTE, uh, according to the Alzheimer's Association, um, is known as chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Um, it's a progressive and fatal brain disease associated with repeated traumatic brain injuries, uh, including concussions, repeated blows to the head. Um, it also is associated with the development of dementia. Uh, studies have shown experienced TBI in early life to midlife are two to four more times at risk of developing dementia in late life. Um, this risk appears to be much higher in people with several TBIs, although re more research is needed to confirm this. Um, so CTE is pretty much the result of multiple concussions over a period of time. Um, it doesn't happen in everyone. Um, just because you have a couple concussions doesn't mean you're going to develop CTE. Uh, you can have one concussion and still develop CTE. It's just how your brain reacts. Um, the one thing that I found very surprising behind this is CTA can only be diagnosed after death. So you wouldn't know if you had CT until after death. You wouldn't know if a loved one had CT after death. Um, Alzheimer's Association also goes into the um, symptoms behind these. Uh, this includes memory and thinking problems, confusion, uh, personality changes, uh, erratic behavior, including aggression, depression, and even suicidal thinking. So that, that's scary. It's scary. Uh, I think you should be worried about it. I wouldn't necessarily say you should be panicking over it if you had a couple concussions. I think if you've seen a loved one who has multiple concussions and has acted differently, you should definitely go see a doctor, um, see what they have to say. See if there's anything you can do to help them. Obviously, I'm not a doctor, so I can't tell you exactly what to do. I can only tell you um, what it is, what it's about. Um, yeah, pretty much the basics behind it. But it's it's a pretty serious thing. And as you can see, maybe Philip Adams had CT. It's erratic behavior, aggression, um, and then suicide. So. It kind of correlates, but I mean, this guy could have had something else going on. So 
that's also a big problem is you just can't just assume one thing happens. You can't just assume because this, it's because of that. Um, they have to do more research on his brain. Next question, uh, we got Sports Mom 101. Um, your question was, should I let my son play tackle football? Now, the, this is totally up to you. Totally your decision, but if it was my kid, I, I'd probably wait until they're a little bit older. Uh, maybe middle school or high school. I'm not sure, sure how old your kid is. Um, flag football at a young age is still good for them. Um, not much contact. They still get to enjoy football. Um, I would probably look more into it yourself um, and then diagnose your thoughts on your child. Um, do, you th do you think it's safe for them? Is your child going to get injured? Is he injury prone? I mean, maybe sit down and have a conversation about it with him. Um, I would honestly be a little bit cur uh, cautious. Um, but if your son really loves football, you can't really keep him away from that too long. He'll find a way to play. It's just the fact that I don't think you should be too overprotective of him. Obviously, it's a serious thing, but it can be very common. Uh, and it's really up to you. It's really up to your choice. So if it was my kid, I'd, I would probably let them play just because of my love for football, of what I've played football. But I'd take it with, I'd take it with caution. So next question. We got Eagles fan 267. Uh, he says, I know you actually play football. Can you talk about your past experiences with concussions? Wow, so you guys know I play football. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I play here, play football here at Colgate. Um, I've played football ever since the age of six. Tackle football. Huge football guy. From what I can remember, I don't think I've experienced a concussion. Uh, I, or at least I can't remember having a concussion. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think I've had one. Uh, let's hope I haven't. Um, I mean, there's been plenty of scares in my life where I've thought I had a concussion, but I was kind of, for, back, for lack of better terms, overreacting. Don't take that wrong. Um, you should never doubt a concussion or think you're overreacting. You should take extreme caution. I took myself out of the game. Um, told my coaches, got um, checked up on, and then I was fine. Um, there's also been plenty of times where um, I've made a big hit and I've gotten up and everything's bright. I, I remember this hit back in high school. I hit him, and I got back up. I'm like, oh, my goodness. And then I settled in, and everything was fine. I mean, I love football, but there's there's some scary things. I've I've had many friends who... I've had serious concussions, been out for weeks, uh, but me personally, I can't remember the last time or if I've had a concussion. Um, next question we got is from Get Over and a Man Up. Um, it's a weird name. <laughs> uh, they said, how serious can these concussions be? Uh, I mean, is this just a blow to the head and you're back in a week? Why is everyone so concerned? Well, these concussions can be very effective. Physical injury is scary, but when you're messing with the brain, you must take all precautions. Uh, these can also be ser very serious during that rest week. Uh, usually when people are concussed, they, they must be excused from work or school. they got to stay in a dark room. 
I mean, I know several people who have stopped playing physical sports because of multiple concussions. Uh, it can take a big toll on people's lives and actions and can affect the way people think. It, it can be very scary if it gets very serious. So I don't think people should get, out, get over and man up. Uh, I think they think they should take it serious. Uh, they think they should move forward and, and get it diagnosed, get help. So I think everyone has a right to be concerned. Next question we got is from GoBirds245. Uh, has there been any significant issues with CT within the Eagles organization? Um, I looked into it a little bit. I couldn't find much. Recently, I, I don't think there has been any issues of CT. There's obviously been concussions, uh, but CT is a more serious note. I don't think there's any ever been with Eagles players now or previous players. I mean, like I said... CTE isn't diagnosed until after after death, so maybe there is an issue. Maybe there's an issue that comes up 20 years from now and deals with the Eagles organization. We'll have to see. Um, got a couple questions left. Um, Hurts Nation, they asked. I remember a while back when Carson Wentz took himself out because of what he thought were concussion symptoms. Was this, was this a smart move, even if the staff didn't notice? Yeah, so for the people who don't know, um, back in 2019, playoff game against the Seahawks, um, I think it was the first quarter, Wentz took a dirty hit from Jadavion Clowney. Oh, dirty hit. Never forgive that guy for that. No flag, no nothing. I was furious. The whole, f everyone was furious. It cost us the game. Soon after, Wentz, was taken out, uh, taken out of the game uh, to be evaluated for a concussion. Uh, ended up not returning to the game. Uh, it was later found out that he actually took himself out of the game. Um, a lot, a lot of people were upset about this. A lot of fans were upset about this, um, calling him stuff that I can't repeat uh, for academic purposes. <laughs> um, a more Implicit word for it is call, maybe calling him soft. Um, saying that he cost us the game, blowing the game. I mean, I think, yeah, if Wentz stayed in, he would have won us the game. But you, you can't be mad at him for making a smart move. I think it was a smart move. Especially if the medical staff couldn't even see it. Um, I don't think in any way, shape, or form Wentz did it because he didn't want to play. It's, it's a serious topic. It's a serious thing. Um, so we actually got, um, a question from, at NFL, uh, I don't think this is the actual NFL, I think this is some troll, but they asked how serious is CT, um, I would say extremely serious, um, the fact that it can't be diagnosed until after death is just straight up scary, uh, that makes me fearful of it, it's straight up scary. Um, can lead to many horrifying things like dementia, suicide. Uh, this is something that we never want to see in a loved one. Never want to see a loved one go through this. Um, it can affect so many ways that the person acts. Um, it can affect the brain. I mean, stuff with the brain is scary. The way you think, the way you perceive things can all just be totally transformed into something else because... 
of something that goes wrong in your brain, and it's scary. So yeah, I think it is extremely serious. Um, uh, last last question we got here is um, at NFL fan base. So what can the NFL do to make this safer and less panic throughout fans and parents? The NFL, uh, I think, has started implementing a lot of big things. Uh, there's now a lot more precautions within the game itself, um, within training staffs. Um, there's much more penalties behind targeting and unnecessary roughness. Uh, this is to try and decrease the helmet-to-helmet hits, uh, which ultimately is the biggest thing behind concussions. I do think they can do better, however, um, in communicating to the league and to the fans in what they were doing, what are they, what is going on, um, giving us just more of a clear insight of what's going on. Um, those were all the questions we got going for us. Um, I hope this cleared up a lot of things. Um, gave you pretty much basic background on con- concussion CT. Uh, I know I'm not a doctor, but there's plenty of stuff out there to help you um, look it up. But I'm glad to be back here on Eagle Sports Nation and looking forward to next time we're on here. As you guys can see, another great episode with some great content behind concussions, CT, getting a little bit with the Eagles draft. Um, I was excited to be able to put in my own insight, my own opinions, as I've been able to play football and experience these types of things. Um, I was happy to be able to answer some questions and uh, look at your tweets on Twitter and kind of give my opinion on them. Uh, It was great to be back. I advise you guys to go look into it a little bit more of yourself because obviously I'm not an expert, but yeah, I'm excited to get this show back on the road. Um, And always remember, fly Eagles, fly. Peace.